Uh, really looking forward to our next conversation. Um, Tom Nichols uh, is or has been, I'm not sure, I'll have to find out for sure, uh, U.S. Naval War College professor, uh, Harvard Extension School, uh, Air Force School of Strategic Force Studies, he, and he's a specialist in international security, including Russia, including nuclear strategy, including NATO, all of the issues at hand today. So I'm really delighted that he could join us today. Uh, Tom, thanks for taking some time. I know you must be uh, very much in demand these days. It's good to be with you. Um, let's just start, first of all, give us your take on where we are, what you're seeing, specifically in regards to Vladimir Putin. A lot of people speculating, you know, can we can we reliably trust that we can deal with this guy on rational terms? Where do you stand on where we are? Well, I'm a little worried about Putin. I think he what his he's done is reckless, and I think his speeches um, over the past three days have been increasingly unhinged. Uh, just uh, today... He called on the Ukrainian military to depose Zelensky in a coup and referred to the Ukrainian government as neo-Nazis and drug addicts. Um, you know, this is getting increasingly desperate and unhinged. I think um, he hasn't yet committed the heaviest bulk of his forces. I think this, if uh, things don't go well for him, he's gonna, this is going to get a lot worse. I think Russian military performance has been worse and Ukrainian military performance has been better than most of us might have expected. But I think this can only end one way. Um, you know, if the Russians really want to crush this country of 40 million people, they can do it. But um, as the former Secretary of Defense Panetta said uh, just a few minutes ago, they'll have to do it at the cost of creating a gigantic humanitarian disaster. So I'm very worried about this. I'm worried about this whole business getting completely out of control. Um, um, and, and uh, you know, hopefully that doesn't happen. Yeah, Tom, I don't want to hear that from a guy like you, because if anybody knows, it's going to be you. I mean, uh, just tell us, you wrote a piece in The Atlantic yesterday talking about, you know, the fact that we, the nuclear war is a possibility, but you were also very cautious in your piece saying, I'm not saying this is going to happen. Sounds like maybe you've had a change of heart in the last 24 hours. I'm still not worried it's going to happen, but I worry that when you cut loose 190,000 troops in the middle of Europe and start the biggest war since World War II in the middle of Europe, um, accidents and miscalculations can happen. I'm not, I'm not worried that anybody's going to do anything intentionally. I think Putin's um, unhinged and reckless, but I don't think he's, he's crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that, you know, that doesn't mean that accidents and, and miscalculations and misunderstandings can't happen. Um, you know, the whole point of NATO was to keep the peace in Europe. And I think Putin is trying at yes, NATO this morning had a meeting there. They said Putin has shattered the peace of Europe after 75 years. Um, and so I, I'm still concerned about that. Um, but I, I don't want people to be inordinately worried about that. I wrote that as a kind of explainer of this. These are the possibilities, but in part to assure people that there are unlikely possibilities for now. As far as NATO goes, and you're right, they had their meeting this morning and they're talking about, you know, bolstering forces around in Eastern Europe and things like that. Um, it seems to me like they're they're trying to do what they can without, and they're being very careful to say this is non-escalatory. We don't want to escalate things. It, you know, what is the strategy that NATO could possibly deploy here? I, I, what is the end game here? Yeah, NATO, other than providing weapons uh, and assistance to Ukrainians, NATO has no real role here. I mean, we're not going to send in uh, Western forces. We're not going to, I, I know some people are not talking about a no-fly zone, but we're not going to end up, you know, fighting the Russians in the skies. The, 
the sad reality of geography and power is that uh, this is Russia's war, and they can conduct it in Europe as long as they want to, unfortunately. But um, other than that, what NATO and what you're seeing now is NATO sending forces to reassure its allies. There are four NATO countries around the border of Ukraine, and um, I think that's NATO reassuring its members to say, you know, this will not happen to you. We're we're here. The alliance is steady. We're all on the same page and together. And I think that's important to do. And of course, Ukraine not being part of NATO, it's sort of, well, that's a lost cause. We'll just work on containment and make sure that the, the alliance members are okay. But there's really not much we can do in terms of Ukraine. Right. We, we, there, there is no alliance. We have no defense treaty of any kind with them. Um, you know, there's just not, and yeah. again, that's, that's part of the tragedy of international relations sometimes. Um, but that's just the situation that we're in. Is that enough for Putin? Will he stop there? There's a lot of people saying, you know, no, he wants to rebuild the former USSR. Um, you know, do we know what his ambition is, what his motivation is? Well, he definitely wants to rebuild the former USSR. And I, I can't believe I'm saying those words because I, for 30 years, I've never thought there was anybody crazy or stupid enough to want to try that. Um, I suspect if he gets away with this, Moldova is probably next on his to-do list. Um, I don't think he's going to try to do this to NATO territory because I think even he understands that would be World War III. Right. Um, but, you know, there are other areas around – there are other non-NATO members in other areas around Russia, including Georgia and, and Moldova, that he's had his eye on. So uh, I guess the bottom line here, Tom, before I let you go, is we're just going to have to, I mean, it sounds like you're saying Ukraine, possibly Moldova, some of these areas that aren't NATO. I mean, there's really not much we can do but sit back and watch and make sure it doesn't get into NATO territory. Well, we can make this hurt for the Russians. I mean, I think financially you know, that's and stuff. the other thing you're saying. Financially, yes. Um, you know, there's a lot of oligarchs with a lot of yachts parked all over Europe, and it's and uh, it's time to... Um, to bring the pain on people that are supporting this regime in Russia. You know, as I, I keep saying, the oligarchs who live in Europe, if, they, if, they're that, if they're Russian patriots and they love Russia that much, then perhaps it's time to send them back to actually go live there. Right. Um, but uh, other than that, you know, again, there isn't, there isn't much we can do other than use the considerable financial and economic resources of the West to make this hurt for the people that are supporting this. Tom Nichols, thank you so much for your time today. I appreciate you joining us. You bet, Shay. Thank you. That is Tom Nichols, who is uh, an author and a professor, uh, international expert in um, Russia and nuclear weapons and NATO and all the rest. And uh, as I said, very much in demand.